This is the G Talk Podcast. The podcast from young adults to young adults. You can find it on gtalkpodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe on the website where you can find it on Spotify, Apple, and Podbean. y'all welcome to the g talk podcast i'm here on a sunday evening better late than never but um just to make up for last week i didn't drop i'm sorry even though i could have because i have part two of the pushkins episode i just didn't think of that anywho to my right all the way from clayton county georgia morrow high school class of 2012 all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> We have Clarissa in the building. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Better now. I'm not, I'm not hungover anymore. Uh, I was dead this morning. Yeah. yeah was late night. Late night, early morning. <laughs> what time did we get back? You had to have been home before one. Okay. It wasn't even late. <laughs> really? Okay. I actually went home and got back out in the streets. Oh. Y'all were y'all were, y'all were lit. <laughs> y'all were <laughs> lit. Well, you heard a voice. We have Veronica from Toe Joe the Podcast in the building. Hey. All right, ladies. Let's get into Newsweek. All right. To top it off, uh, the Braves, they had a series with the Houston Astros, which, if y'all didn't know, it was a World Series recap. Last year, the Braves defeated the Houston Astros in six games to win the 2021 World Series. Hmm. So, they were in town. They were at Truist Park. Shout out to the Battery. If you've never been, it's lit. It is. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, Clarissa now lives kind of close to the stadium, so you know it's it's definitely during baseball season we gotta we gotta hit it up. We gotta pregame, then go to the to a Braves game. Hopefully, we don't go too hard. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Braves took two out of three. They lost today, five to four. And let's see if the Mets won, because if they did. Then we just can't win for losing. For those who don't know, the Mets are really good this year, which is shocking. I think the last time they won a World Series was like in the 80s. Like Daryl Strawberry and them and um, Dwight Gooden. And them boys was lit. Y'all should watch that doc, uh, that the documentary. It's crazy how really people talk about today is wild. But really, back in the day, it was some wild times. Some folks was like on crack, like <laughs> doing coke, um, and you know they still showed up to the game as if everything was fine. Yeah. And then they kept getting in trouble though. That that was a bad part. But I'm like, yo, I'm like these folks are reckless. God damn it! All right, so the Mets won and we lost. So what does that, that mean? So 
for those of us who aren't following the baseball season that closely. Right. The Mets and Braves are in the National League East. And the Mets and the Braves are pretty good. Like, the Mets are 79-44, and uh, win-loss. And the Braves are 75-48. and 48. So, despite our good record, let's just say we're trying to win the division. Every time we win, they win. So, it doesn't change. And then today... So, won't they eventually just play each other for the division? So... Or is that not how baseball works? That's not how it works. So, what will happen is, more than likely, the Braves are going to get in the wild card, which is, if you don't win your division, you still have the better record amongst other teams in the National League, so you still get in the playoffs. But when you win the division, you have, like, a bye week to start the playoffs. Right. You get that rest. Right. But, but uh, you have to play the wild card. It's so, continuous play. So it's two wild card uh, games, and it's like a best of three. Well, no, best of five. So first one to win three games. Then you play the division winner, which is right now will be the Mets. And right now we're four games behind them. So, I mean, it's not a big lead, but you got other teams who are, for example, the Dodgers, shout the Mookie Betts. The Dodgers are 84 and 36. The next closest team is the Padres, the San Diego Padres, and they're 18 games behind the first place Dodgers. So, four games is not that lot. It's not a lot. Um, in the same vein, Marcelo Zuna, our outfielder, he was arrested uh, this week. Well, last week because you're going to be hearing, uh, you're going to be here uh, next week, but. He got arrested for a DUI charge. And for those who don't know, he was arrested last year for a domestic violence situation. And guess what? He played today. <laughs> Boo! Tomatoes! <laughs> tomatoes! Like, this man played today, and he went over to you. He struck out twice. Mm. That's what he get. But um, it's funny, because when he came to the plate, they definitely booed him. Boo! Tomatoes, tomatoes. <laughs> it's funny too because ESPN Petty, I got a, a ESPN alert that says Marcel Ozuna booed during first plate appearance. It's like <laughs> what? So uh, he went, he went over two. He struck out twice, and I mean he still owed forty one million dollars. So everything about baseball, them contracts guaranteed unless something specific that happens that where they can like void the contract oftentimes they're guaranteed that money mm. so i mean I bet, I bet that's nice i mean it's nice for him i mean hell but it's still reckless because he's making the race look bad but he's still getting paid because even if they let him go they, they still gotta pay, pay him. um speaking of money as well lebron james signs a uh, two-year, $97.1 million extension with the Lakers. So That's a lot of money. Big bank. Yeah. Big bank. Like, like I was trying to do the math. Yeah, 97.1. Shit. <laughs> so, he's going to make roughly $49 million each year. You know... Y'all ever think about why we pay athletes? Who is we? It don't come out of my pocket. America. <laughs> okay. Like, 
I guess it really, uh, I really thought about it during the pandemic when the word essential was thrown around a lot. But think about it. Like, these folks just play a sport. We can live without sports. Yo, that's $660,875 a game. <laughs> Sheesh. Yeah. I, I just need the minute to do the math because I want to know. <laughs> Wait. How much per game? You said six hundred. Six hundred and six thousand eight hundred and seventy-five dollars a game. A game, and he only be paying like minuscule amounts in the games now. Yeah, LeBron is. He, oh, he's just trying to make it to to live his dream of playing in the NBA with his son. So yeah. apparently, uh, speaking of that, um, Bronny, the Memphis Grizzlies. I just saw this report that they're actively trying to get him. That was super dope. Bronny and John Morant. Oh, wait. Is Bronny old enough to be in the NBA? I thought he was in high school. What's the other son name? Bronny's the oldest. Yeah. How yeah. old is that boy? I thought he was just at prom. <laughs> yeah, like senior prom. He's like 18 years old. Uh, I thought you couldn't be drafted out, right outside of we got, right out of. We got Clarissa on anymore. it. We got the date over here. <laughs> Let's see. Live updates. But, um... Yeah, it's crazy. This these athletes begin paid, but oh, oh, okay. You asked why. Um, I was listening to like an interview or whatever, and Tom Brady was like, he was he spent a million dollars a year on his body, plus his insurance. That's why. Yeah, but even still, like one like just like we mentioned with LeBron. That's just two games, and the rest is, you know, him playing two games, he's paid what, or made what Tom Brady spends a year on his body. You know what I mean? Fact. Like, two, nice. two, two games. Hell, he, he might have to play them two games. But we don't know what what the insurance premium is that he has to have on his body. Well, I'm just saying, it, it ain't. And the upkeep, like, you know, between, like, the massage treatments and the work, like, whatever treatments he's getting to maintain his health. And if I'm not mistaken, I mean, each team has, like, a staff for that. So, like, that's... They do, but... I mean, it's their job to keep them... It is, however, because when if not, then they won't have a job. When you get to a certain elite level, you leave the, the team staff for the people who don't make the kind of money that you make it. Yeah, but we're just talking about a few people because everyone's not elite. I agree. You know, of course you have those few anomalies, but, you know, everyone else. I also think when we, when we talk about especially football, like some of them can't function when they're done playing. They, yeah. they don't know anything else. They don't know. How, like they can't go get a regular job. The money that they make during their career is going to be the money that they live off the rest of their life. Yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah, we were talking about that yesterday. Just yeah, you know, it it it's a it's a gift and a curse, you know, because that's a lot of pressure to rely on your body to make ends meet. Because if not, what do you have? Right. I think that I think prostitutes should make more too. <laughs> I'm just saying, same concept. I mean, hell, nowadays these OnlyFans people like I'm crying. You know, like, like like depending on what they do, they be they be they be making some money. Just, uh, I think Miss Miss Be Nasty, 
She be making that money. Why do you? Never mind. I'm not gonna ask that question. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, it's just you know with the whole pandemic. Because think about what we. I mean, it really highlighted what we needed versus like what stopped, and then it made you think like, damn, we pay all these people for something that we don't need in the long run, you know. Like, yeah, sports, it drives revenue, you know, it's it's revenue for the city. Correct. You know, sponsorships. Like, people make money off the sports, you know. It costs hella money to have your sign out there at the game. Hell, even it costs a lot of money to have your name on a stadium, you know, because mm-hmm. it's advertising. And, mm-hmm. you know, it generates money. So, I get it. Like, it's money that makes money. Like, even... The endorsement deals. Um, Nike has made so much money off Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods. Like it drives tourism. Yeah, it like feeds the ecosystem of the economy in the city. Sometimes even the state. It creates jobs, but the issue is that um, I remember they was talking about, especially Nashville in particular, how it's getting so expensive. It was like. We got to watch out because the people who are making Nashville what it is, like the 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 lower quality jobs, hell, them people don't even live in the city. Correct. And then imagine if they just said they can't F afford it. to live in the city. You know? Imagine if all of them stop working, then what? You know. Yeah. So you know, just everything is connected. Um. Like, I'm just, it's just ironic with how it's going. Speaking of Nashville, Nashville will host the 2023 NHL Draft and Awards. I'm not really a big hockey guy. I'm not a hockey girl either. But the way that they come out in drones for the games. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's going to look real NFL Draft weekend again. Yeah. Yeah, so we, 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 we hosted the NFL Draft in 2019. I was kind of pessimistic about nashville's capability of doing it but it went smooth so broadway was you know shut off and Mm -hmm. at the very end where the the water is that's where like the stage was and all that and it looked really nice like them folks came to town it was super crowded super congested but it it went off well Mm. and they, they had the overhead camera I was looking. I said, "Damn, that's that's Broadway." It was balls to the wall, like packed. I remember I went out there the last day where things were kind of dying down, and it, it really reminded me of like Bourbon Street. It was very Bourbon Street esque. It was smelly, stinky, a lot of people. But um, hell, Nash, um, Broadway be jumping at. 12 o'clock noon on a Friday. Yeah. Broadway will probably be jumping Monday morning, Monday at, Monday at noon. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, that's going to be big. Uh, the Thrashers, I said Thrashers, the Predators, I'm thinking about Atlanta. Uh, we had a hockey team, but we sold them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, then you do mean the Predators. So, the Predators have been really popular lately, too, especially within these past 
Like six years? Yeah, because they, they got good. Yeah. And they, made it far into a couple of playoffs. They went to the uh, Stanley Cup. They did. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they didn't win, but they did go. Yeah. And it's like, who, who would have thought, like, Nashville? <laughs> but, um, so yeah, that, that's exciting. Uh, also, as well, uh, an all-black female crew operates an American airline flight from Dallas to Phoenix in order of uh, in Bessie. In honor of. In honor of Bessie Coleman. It's hard to read his handwriting. Veronica Ooh. wrote it. But um, for those who don't know, um, Bessie Coleman, she was the first, first black female pilot. Yep, back in 1921. Oh, look at you having the data. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah well, she, I'm just going off of the things that I know. So, yeah, she, she was the first black woman <laughs> Come on, to Alice. earn her pilot's uh, license. She had to fly to Paris to do so because America wasn't fucking with her. Okay, somebody know. <laughs> yeah, off the top of my head, I, I remember that history lesson. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, uh, shout out to my line, not my line brother, but my frat brother, um, Captain Hodges. He's, he's a pilot. Uh, he flies for Southwest. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. And they get paid pretty decent. Because mm, they're never home. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say, though, it's yeah. like, it kind of sucks, though. You know, I wonder how there's the fly plane, though. Why, but that shit is. Well, actually, I heard most of the plane does it for you. For you. Yeah. Um, but you have to be able to know what to do if it, if it, the navigation mm-hmm. system went down or. You ever seen flight? Yeah. I mean, yeah. With uh, Denzel Washington, uh-huh. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Watching that shit, and then how do you concern like? And then, and then, and then if you got a flight going on soon, you like, mm. <laughs> I don't know about this. <laughs> Yikes! Have but nah, they, they they uh they made it happen though. Like he the man was lit. The man had the Smirnoff, <laughs> the Smirnoff and the orange juice. He, he did it so smooth. All right, now. I am crying that you, remember, just, that you remember this movie so well. Right. It in. Well, you know, I, I played in it. All right. That's it. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Hey, but. I was not prepared. Every time someone calls me alcoholic, I'm like, have you ever seen Flight? <laughs> <laughs> that nigga was it's alcoholic. That man was drinking vodka like it was water he was i'm just like oh gosh i think vodka drinkers do that though yeah that just makes me nauseous um also too uh what is it house of dragon oh yeah that's premiering now yeah so house of dragon is uh out today i assume they're gonna do weekly drops yeah or at least that's what uh oh boy said yeah so house of dragons is that the prequel or just a separate the prequel to Game of Thrones. So we're going Targaryen story. Okay. So yeah, I definitely got to check that out. I actually watched Game of Thrones at the perfect time. I watched it in like 2018. So that was when the last season came out in 2019 at the top. So I was oh, able to. Oh, see, I started the first episode the day after the last episode aired. Gotcha. Yeah. So I was able to. Binge and then literally when I finished, I finished in December of 2018, and then the, the new season, season started. Yep, um, that does kind of sound sound ideal, but no. I wasn't mad at, at the end. Though I mean, I get it. Like it's hard to finish a great series. It, it's hard. It's just hard. 
it's also hard to finish a series when you've out like past what the content that you took the concept from yeah that man will not finish the series in the books so really what can you expect yeah and the writing staff changed they went on to do star wars yeah yeah so there which i didn't think that was that great their uh, priorities were elsewhere did you watch game of thrones i cannot relate it's it's not even on my list (laughs) 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 i ain't gonna lie so for for the longest i felt the same i'm like good but it was was crazy though because so many people i knew love game of thrones i'm thinking okay it gotta be something but it's good it's a lot of like sex killing dragons yeah. See, when I first heard of Game of Thrones, it was giving very Dungeon and Dragons vibes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not that big of a nerd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it got going, it got popular. So popular, like, references to the show were, like, show up in, like, Grey's Anatomy. Okay. Or, like, I mean, it's well written. I like that. I like that. No, it hasn't been on my list because um, I watched a, a, lot di- a different show similar to it. So I don't like to kind of. Oh, uh, what show similar to it? Vikings. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's really good. So, yeah, um, since you should definitely you would, put it on your list. I'm about to say, you would probably like it then. It's like in the same vein, I would say. Mm. Um, it gives me like Lord of the Rings meets something cooler okay. and more pop culture esque. I'm familiar with Lord of the Rings. Really? Yeah. Okay. I was a fan. You ever seen The Hobbit? Yes. I actually got them on Blu-ray. I'm um, crying. <laughs> but um, speaking of TV shows, my favorite show ended this this week or well, last week. Better Call Saul. For those who don't know, it is the prequel to Breaking Bad. Yeah. More importantly, the star of that show is being considered to play Professor X in Marvel. Okay. To my Bob Odenkirk? I don't know that man's name. I just know his face. Like Saul? The guy who played Saul. Yeah, Bob Odenkirk. Still not going to retain that man's name. You should. Because in my head, he's actually the guy who played the mirror on Once Upon a Time. Well. Fun fact. So Better Call Saul (laughs) ended... Uh, last Monday. Like permanently? Yeah. Oh, dang. But I can tell you... You should just go ahead and start watching Breaking Bad again. That's what, I'm, that's what I plan on doing, but Breaking Bad, it's rare when a prequel almost outdoes the original. When really? I tell you Breaking... I mean, Better Call Saul was phenomenal. There like, wasn't like a bunch of discrepancies that like because that's what gets me about prequels is sometimes they forget what they wrote in the show that you already watched. I think that's the beauty of prequels. So and that I'd be like, but but I I watch shows to do that. So I love, yeah, I love um, so yeah that. Vince Gilligan and Peter Gould, they're the creators, and they're the same creators of Breaking Bad. So luckily, it wasn't any discrepancies. As a matter of fact, this show was so good that you had characters. So the beauty of it is that it was characters in Better Call Saul that you fell in love with, but they're not in Breaking Bad. So you're wondering, you know, this might what be like season two or three. Be like, damn, like how come they're not in Breaking Bad? Like, what happened? Like, did they die? Or you know, it, you just wonder. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's the thing I love about 
Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Well, Breaking Bad had more action, but Better Call Saul built up so much tension, and then nothing happens. But it, but in the midst of you, just like, oh shit! I thought some shit was about to go down, but it doesn't. But um, I'm definitely going to rewatch. Ooh, so now I can literally rewatch Better Call Saul, then Breaking Bad. Uh huh. And it's dope because Better Call Saul had moments after Breaking Bad. Oh. And the way they shot it was in black and white, which is kind of backwards. Right, because you would think the future would be in color, color. But, and the future is, is black and white. And um, this is a small spoiler. Um, especially if you watch Breaking Bad, remember Saul went on a run. Went when she hit the fan, he had to he had to go. So in the future, it's with his alter his alternate identity. And so I've got to know. I've got to ask the question. You enjoyed the prequel. Did they do a good job at making the people in the prequel look younger than they looked in the show? Yeah. So the thing about it, with Better Call Saul, it's before. Breaking Bad, so which is hard to shoot after you spent years, but on a show. To my surprise, um, Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul made some cameos in this last season, so it's pretty dope to see Jesse Pinkman and Walter White show up. Um, and we were kind of waiting for it because, like, because at the very end, it was right before the breaking bad started okay that's dope and it's dope too because mike was telling saw he said that that, that chemistry teacher don't even don't even waste your time he's gonna be more trouble than what you you know bargain for or whatever and saul was just see thing about saul he's greedy and really saul's name is not saul it's it's Jimmy, Jimmy McGill. But when, when you ever get a chance, it's on Netflix. Uh, Better Call Saul, season one through five is out. Season six probably won't be out till later because it's still. I even, it just aired. Yeah, and like I love it so much where I, I pay for AMC Plus. Like, but that's over now. Yeah, <laughs> and it was dope because they did like a mid-season finale, so it was like thirteen episodes. Oh, episodes one through six, and then they took like a month off. I'm like, shit. What's going on? Well, then they came back and it dropped every Monday. So it's pretty dope. If you're a Breaking Bad fan, I can promise you Better Call Saul is just as good, if not better than the original. But then again, I have to rewatch Breaking Bad because last time I watched that was in 2016. So I, I've forgotten a lot of it. Um, Yeah, that wraps up the news week. We'll be right back with our main topics after this break. All right, we are back. Um, we're going to recap Saturday. <laughs> we had a time. Where we had a time last night. We had a time <laughs> yesterday afternoon because y'all were not out last night. <laughs> all right, so I actually didn't know you you hit the streets again, but um. But before all that, I had a chapter planning meeting. Shout out to Hendersonville Alumni Chapter of Cap Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. We're on the move. We're on the lookout. 
we back at it this year so stay tuned i'm crying um, <laughs> that was from like nine or well, ten to about twelve thirty. it was raining hard as hell on the way back um i had to put my hazards on mm. like literally i couldn't see in front of me okay pop up <laughs> <laughs> um and then came back chilled out for a minute because uh we had a um you know we're going to the weekend uh it was a, the 30 for 30 no, i think it was just a 30 in the party yeah so um so i'll leave it at that because veronica actually started before <laughs> we got there so go ahead and share your side okay so you went to your meeting i went to brunch me and Thomas went to Whiskey Kitchen, which is like one of our favorite places. We had a couple of mimosas. Okay. And then we had a couple of whiskey sours. Mm-hmm. And then we had a couple of whiskeys of the week. What time was this? We got there at 1030. Sheesh. 1030? That's breakfast. Right. Yeah, that's why we started with mimosas. Hey, he's all wild. Early. All right, that's what I'm saying. That's like waking up with a shot. That's only appropriate. On, that's only appropriate on like vacation to like start that early. Well, like wake up and take a shot. But continue. Go ahead. Um. Then we left. I got ready for the weekend. What time you leave? Um. So granted, the weekend was scheduled around three three thirty ish. So. So uh, we left there at like one, one fifteen. Okay. Okay. I went home. I got ready. Took a couple of shots of Uncle Nearest. Oh. At the crib? Yeah. So Uncle Nearest will have you on to your nearest restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a black owned um whiskey label. Yes, and it's very it's stronger than your average whiskey. Normally it's like eighty proof, but what's that like a hundred? proof or 96 well, depends proof on, depends on the label yeah I, I have the black label which is which is 110 proof okay which is uh that is 52 no 55 percent alcohol by volume it's super smooth and super strong so anyway we then arrive at the weekend around 3 30 ish boy you didn't get there till four <laughs> okay four so what? <laughs> but anywho. I got there at 3.30-ish, and we didn't have a booth. We were just going to sit at tables, but hella people were there on time. Yeah, I was actually shocked at that, because from the outside and at the post office, it didn't appear to be that many people. I guess a lot of people Ubered, because I had a spot literally like right in front. It wasn't packed. Normally... You can tell the weekend is packed at the at the post, post office. Post office is packed. Yeah. Yeah. Thomas asked me if he could park at the post office. I was like, sometimes that's hit or miss. I've seen people be towed out of there. I've seen people be booted at the post office. But so we parked on the street. Mm. So we get there like at four. They're in the back. It's a booth. Oh yeah, Thomas bought a booth because he said he didn't want his friends sitting at the bar. And then it's like chicken wings sitting there. Shout out to Deontay. You got hookahs. Um, so, yeah, you know. But no bottle service. So, yeah, like the table is set. And apparently, when you get a booth, all you get is some water and a bucket. 
advice. No, I mean, like, when you buy a booth, like, at night, it comes with two bottles, but, like, mm. this ghetto. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was cool. It was vibe. It was a vibe. I had a couple wings just to kind of pat my stomach a little bit. Okay. Um, I did not do that. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Yeah, let me go ahead and, you know, put some stomach and, um... You know, drinks came out. Uh, green tea, green tea shots were ordered. Well, it was a green tea drink? Because <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely more than a shot. No beverage like that. That that shot was, it was five a cocktail. Goals. It was five goals. I'm like, <laughs> like damn. It was a green tea cocktail. Yeah, <laughs> with ice. So, um, so yeah, still yeah, shots all around came out. Yeah, y'all was mixing. I didn't mix there. You tripping? That's right, cause you gave me your shot. I sure did. <laughs> and that that was I smelled it. I was like, oh Jesus, not today. Yeah, it was. Um, I think you said it smelled like Patron, but it was really Casamigos. Was it? Yeah. Once I took the first one, I was like, oh, yeah, it's Casamigos. Smell like Patron to me. Um, Claire, you got anything to add from your perspective? Um, I'm trying to recall last night. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember walking into the I'm in weekend? recovery mode? I do. Okay. It was well, yeah. it was it was pretty packed. It was real nice. Well, yeah, yeah. We like walked in sober. Land. Like we walked in because literally we didn't have a drink later until we got there. Yeah. Oh yep. yeah, I have. Uh, he's he's gonna be featured in my next TikTok. I just got finished editing it. Mm. Hi, my name is Garrison, and this is my first drink. <laughs> Did you record me when I was asleep? <laughs> <laughs> I should have done that. That would have been a good way to end it, but, that, but. I should have done that. You no, know, when I got in my car, yeah. um, I was just like, you guys, I forgot to record. Well, no, you've got Thomas hunching. <laughs> nah, Thomas was Thomas was was was, was, was cooked. <laughs> Man was. He got his eyes closed. <laughs> Man was. I was like, this what is time, new Thomas was up when he called his brother mm. and then he called his other brother oh the one on facetime yes i was like you can't even hear what they say into you yeah so yeah so weekend was cool we had a plethora of drinks i'm not even sure i yeah. lost count yeah yeah so then i go to the restroom and lo and behold it's a star next to me Guess who I see? My line brother. Pew, 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 pew. Shout out to shout out to Pop, man. Um, I was like, oh shit, I said, what's up? You know, I was like, um, I was like, how long you been? You said, man, I've been here since uh, I guess since they opened. I'm like, what time you leaving? He said, shit, like two. I said, okay. I said, I'm come see you at the bar. He said, oh yeah, yeah. Just let me know. So I showed up to the bar. <laughs> And uh, let's just say he took care of me. Let's just say Garrison brought Thomas a shot and not I Veronica. I know. Looking back, I should have brought you a shot. Or three. Correct. But then again, you know what? Maybe that was a sign, though. Maybe maybe, maybe it was like best that I didn't. Is it? I'm just saying in hindsight, it's 2020. Is it? So. Yeah, you drove Thomas' car, right? I did. So, yeah. Maybe it's a good thing. 
But anywho, shout out to Jalen Jones, my bond brother from Collegiate. Also, uh, Pop, he's my line brother and bond brother from Collegiate mm-hmm. 100. And apparently, I miss my line brother, Tevin. Tevin was there. I saw his, his story of him being at the weekend. I'm like, damn, I guess we just literally miss each other. Let me tell you, I was looking back on videos from Thomas's story. I'm like, wow. I didn't see none of these people. <laughs> so it's crazy. The left side was packed uh, versus the right side. Also, I saw um, not not uh, Desmond Perry, but um, but Nate. I saw Nate. Shout out to Nate and his lovely wife. Um, Nate's wife's father. Is Alpha Theta? Oh, I said plot twist. I said you were you you were protected in this city. Like you got a whole gang behind you. Uh, and Fisk. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. Shout out to them. I was good seeing them. Uh, she's super cool. Um. Then we got the dancing. Did some line dances. On our way out the door, we yeah. were walking out, and they decided to play the bunny hop. Yes. Wobble. Yeah. In that Tamiya song. Which everyone was fucking up. They were fucking that up and I Actually, could not be more annoyed. I'm a I'ma hit up Love It so he could teach me. Because Love not do that shit. And um matter of fact, it was on Instagram recently where he posted him because it was his birthday. I shot. know how to do that shit. You know how to do it? Yes. Where well, he was at yesterday. Right, I'm about to say. That's what I'm saying. Like I can't do it in small spaces. You have to have the room to be able to do the full box. Mm. Okay, well, I need you to show me. Okay. Um, shout out to Monique. Shout out to Mo. Shout out to Monique and Tia. Happy belated Tia. Tia was lit with her cousins. Um, it was like a reunion for y'all. Yeah, that's my girl, Mo. Yeah. So did y'all go to high school together? Like y'all are? Nope. We just met here. <laughs> yeah, like okay. We met here. Yeah, it was like a lingerie party back in was that pre-pandemic? I think it was. Yeah, that was pretty. Like it was like 2019, I want to say, because they live right down the street in Bellevue. Yeah. And um, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was good that we got to see them, and um, yeah, uh, I was able to hook them up as well, you know, with a free drink or two, and um, yeah, that was when we left and went to Stony River. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Shout out to Iman, our bartender, our lovely bartender. And Herb. And Herb, who uh, might have a crush on Veronica. <laughs> That's when Harrison came out to play. <laughs> Yeah, so Stony River was interesting. <laughs> First of all, so on the way to Stony River, I drove. Thomas rode with me. It's funny because Thomas, like, when we left the weekend, he was like, yeah, I'm just riding around. I was like, okay. And then I turned my back. Now I turn around. And he's right behind me. I'm like, well, I thought you were riding with it. He said, nah, nah, I'm driving road with you. So uh, that was cool. We was just chopping up, listening to some Jay-Z and shit on the way over there. Um, y'all took forever to get there. We had some girl chat, you know. That's mm-hmm. what that's what girls do. We take oh, yeah. we take a minute to arrive. 
Yeah. So yeah, we were just parking lot pimping, and then finally we had uh, walked in and we sat at the bar. I don't mind sitting at the bar. Do y'all mind sitting at the bar? To be honest, it didn't take us that much. We, like it didn't take us that long to get there. We were just in the car. So by this time, so you didn't see me circle the parking lot, right? So by this time. We had a good parking spot too. Oh yeah, because I, I was did. about to park at the back of the parking, parking lot. Spot. Y'all got me fucked up. Well, I guess we need to paint the picture. So at this time, I'm pretty cooked. <laughs> like, yes. it's it's creeping up to like, all right. Yeah, between him leaving the weekend and me coming into Stony River, Harrison appeared. So literally. So shout out to Thomas, you know, Thomas is a very great host. He, you know, he, um, you know, Veronica told him, oh yeah, he, he cleared out the tab. I'm like, oh shit. Like, cause I was, you know, how you mentally prepped to do something, but he was like, oh yeah, you know, take care of whatever. And then when I ran into my line brother, within, I guess an hour, I might've had. Oh, Garrison was on one. I might have had within an hour, maybe like. Six, I saw you. Maybe like at six, least six. half four. Yeah. In like an hour. Yeah. And then you got Thomas too. And I'm just like, the fuck's going on over here? Yeah. So within a short span, like yeah, that's when it started to creep in. But then we get the stony, and then my ass have some fucking red wine. Which, you know, I mean, it's less than Casamigo shots, but it's just like, I mean, hell. We ordered steak rolls. I was fucking them shits up. You No, you did such a good job. I had you like only, two. No, you had three. It was three? Yeah, you had three. I'll this one. Okay. Because I took the other three. Yeah. And they were great. <laughs> Those rolls were good. Yeah, especially that, 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 that sauce to die for to die <laughs> i was slick hot though that they made my steak like oh when you well. ordered your meal he was big mad y'all but wouldn't say anything and then when he decided to say something <sighs> it was too late like, we're, we're gonna revisit that statement we're gonna revisit that <laughs> <laughs> wait 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 what i say <laughs> it's gonna come up in another segment. Oh, oh hell. <laughs> um, Veronica was sober before we left. Before we left there. Really? And that's crazy because old boy was buying me shots and everything. How is that possible? So you have to remember Veronica got lit early, sobered up, and then started drinking again. The second litness, it always takes a lot longer to build back up. Mm-hmm. But that's let, what happened last weekend too. But let but let Veronica tell you that she was sober. She was really lit. No, I wasn't. See, my thing is like the the hindsight is gonna tell you like ah shit, I was lit then. Uh, nah, I was lit that morning. I was lit at the weekend. But by the time we left Stony, I was like, I need a drink now. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah, you you definitely left with a lot of food though. Yeah. Oh yeah, I took my food home. Yeah, yeah, like hella food. Um, That's because you were like halfway done eating when my food, like when I came out. I was like, I'm not gonna sit here and hold everybody up. Oh, so it was a white girl too who I was talking to to the left of me. Sure. 
and I was talking to her about like just just race and racism and white privilege, and it was funny because I was just asking her simple questions, and um, I'm like, y'all, she was a therapist and did not have any understanding of how the law can mandate her giving over her personal notes on a client. Mm. Really? Because mind you, that conversation did you forget was, that part of the conversation? I did. Because uh, matter of fact, because yeah, she's a uh, a, a therapist uh, for Metro schools, and I'm like, mm-hmm. Metro is pretty diverse. I said, Where you from? I think she's from like Kingston Springs, so it was like West, yeah, West Tennessee. And I was like, Um, that's as I said, Kingston you know, Springs or Kingsport, Kingston Springs. So I was like, Really, not too far from here, far from here, but um, pretty rural. That's where like people do kayaking and shit, but um. <laughs> I asked her, I was like... He said people. He's one of those people. I asked her, um, I was like, do you have any black friends? Like, like just like black friends that you really know? She was like, uh, not really. And then I told her, I just said, look, we're all people. It's just that you just have to really know people of different demographics and you have a better understanding versus... Sometimes it's not people's fault because let's just say, for example, when, where, where she's from, I think she only had like two black people went to high school. And when you're when you're in an environment like that, how can you know black people if there are any black people? You know what I mean? Like, That's it, fair. It's just kind of hard to, I mean, hell, you know, me and Claire from Clayton County, like. I mean, white people, you know. Like we had white people, but uh, as far as dating them, at least from my perspective, it just wasn't enough to even like pick from. Mm. Like we had white people, but it's just like, eh, I'm cool. Yeah. So we didn't really have the opportunity to even venture out. Well, you did. It was like a lot of Pacific Islanders. But I'm saying like white people though. Yeah. Okay, though they descend. Part of them descend from. Africa as well, and you know we 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 had so the thing about it like Clayton County is pretty diverse. Like we have, I've had Asian friends, Hispanic friends, Indian friends, you know, uh, white friends, but it was majority black though. Yeah. Um, and of that pool, like I said, it's just not enough to like date like a white girl or whatever. And you know, my family they're like, nah. <laughs> You know, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying. We're you know, well raised by Granny will not Granny wouldn't have raised heard. by women from the from the from the south. <laughs> They're like, nah, you're not gonna do that. We're not gonna find you dead hanging from some tree. And you know, a lot of a lot of unfortunate situations originated from a white woman, Correct. with a black man. So okay. it has like historical value. But yeah, Stoney was cool. I had that coffee carrot fillet, even though it was cooked little. It was overcooked. I felt bad for you, friend. But you know, it was still good. But it was your response to it being overcooked for me. What did I say? Tell me, please. I'm, I'm going to bring it up. Bring it up now. Two topics from now. <laughs> oh. All right. So, anything else? Oh, so we end the night. We went to Kung Fu. Which was a waste of fucking time. It was. It was. Um, I took a power nap in the car. So Veronica rolled with me to Kung Fu, and you rolled with Thomas, right? Yeah. 
Well, yeah, of course, that's the only other person. But um, before we left, I mean, before we went in, I said, Veronica, I need to take a little power nap. Like, wake me up in 10 minutes. So I just kind of leaned back and just fell asleep. Took a little quick power nap. Power naps are important. Snoring all. <laughs> I want to know how he goes from being awake to snoring so quickly. Look, as soon as my eyes close, it's over with. Be knocked out. But you no, know, you gotta you gotta like know your body. You gotta be like, all right, do I wanna go in here and possibly be slumped somewhere or just kinda get a little energy re- recharge and then it wasn't in, you know? enough of an energy recharge, let me tell you this man was looking boring at a table. So when we walked in Also the whole reason why we went to Kung Fu was pointless. Why did we even go? Because oh shit, I'm I feel awful. Cannot think of her name right now. She's at Chandler. I had to just mm, yeah, replay the, the night. Chandler was at Kung Fu. Mm. Chandler says to Thomas, Y'all should just come to Kung Fu. Mm. I show Garrison the message. And Garrison's like, Oh bet, let's go. Thomas is like, Yeah, let's go. So granted, Kung Fu is a is a normally a good time though normally and um so yeah so i told veronica i said veronica do not order me anything. he did he I did said, he said do, do not. not let me get another drink yes because um kung fu is synonymous with the hundredth episode because after the hundredth <laughs> pod we went to kung fu and let's say we got karate chopped. we got karate chopped <laughs> Like, like ruined oh my god horrible but um shout yeah, out kung- to everybody from the hundredth that made the kung fu that night yeah so made a kung fu claire how was your experience of kung fu <laughs> it was non-existent it was non-existent mm. <laughs> So I'm just wondering, where does your memory stop? Do you remember going to Stony River? I remember everything. Do you? It's, it's, it's do I want to remember everything? Oh, <laughs> well, there's a difference. I actually do don't I, be remembering shit. Do I want to remember it. No, we had a good time. Um, the last stop, we weren't in there long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like from, I, I was having to eat some moment in the bathroom yeah. at that place. Trying to get myself together. Talking to the mirror. That's okay. <laughs> Sometimes we all have to have that moment. Yeah. Yeah, I was boring as hell. Then boring. Like, this man looked cooked. I had to keep it together. You didn't do that well. I didn't? No, you looked drunk. I was just sitting there, though, right? I like, not like a normal, like, I'm just sitting here waiting for something. You looked like... Mm. Man, what's up? Mm. Did I did I like talk to anybody? No. Okay, good. <laughs> good. Um You did though, Veronica. Oh, that was at That was at Stony River. Was that Stony? What about the steakhouse? <laughs> yeah, that's Stony yeah, River. Same place. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Nice. That man had a beautiful beard. That man in some fine. beautiful waves. He that was. man was fine. He followed you on Instagram or something, right? No, I couldn't remember my number. Oh shit. I don't know why. That's that's <laughs> I was that's I was crazy. done for. 
I was done for. But I did make a new friend. He follows me on Twitter. This guy who was also sitting at the bar mm-hmm. who bought me a shot. Oh, speaking of, let's go back to Stony River. Okay. Thomas got us the worst shots I've ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. Do y'all remember that? The mm-hmm. peanut butter and jelly shot? Oh, yeah, that was gross. Oh, Jesus, yes. And I think that's really what sent Garrison over the edge because it had Uncle Nearest in it. Wait, that was a Stony? Mm-hmm. I remember drinking it and I was just like, <laughs> and you said damn. just hurry up and take the other half of your shot to get it over with and when i finally got to it i was like it's nasty you know what i think i had that's, to tell her don't erase that from your memory baby I think, so no. it's crazy because I, I almost forgot that so i think that's kind of what set me over i literally just said that oh i'm sorry <laughs> like but, literally i said i think this is what sent garrison over the edge yeah uh, Thomas also don't ever just like have a bartender make you a a, a mixed shot with Uncle Nigger's like no uh, why would he do that why would he do that because he wanted us to have a round of shots yeah but like knowing that he knows that I do tequila why would he do that because his name is Thomas Thomas Nears <laughs> <laughs> he must got stock in the company or something sheesh sheesh <laughs> Jeez. We do love it though. Um, we got a bunch of paraphernalia. So yeah, um, the night ended at Kung Fu, and we were there very, which was a waste of time. Very briefly, I paid for an hour and a half. We weren't even in there thirty minutes. Are you serious? Yes. So yeah, I got home. What time was it? So, what time was it? I can tell you what time you said you were home. Okay. Did you know all of this is close to my house? So, me getting home can't necessarily equate to everybody else getting home. Mm. You got home. What time? Was oh, it? This is not Garrison. Oh, somebody else? Okay, was, sorry. Uh, you got home at twelve o'clock on the dot. Are you serious? It feels almost <laughs> later. I got home again at one thirty. Mm. What happened to X? He wasn't feeling well. Mm. Had a tummy ache. He said he was coughing and sneezing. Mm. Okay. Cause like I showed him what down. What the X at? But, um, my, my issue is that was a ticket. You rubbed Thomas that money back. Um. So, us wrapping this up. Tell tell us what you did afterwards, since you said the night was still young for you. I can't tell you what I did afterwards because someone who listens to this podcast is going to be upset. Tune in on Patreon. <laughs> 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 A bar that's a little closer to my home. Was Had a it a couple of cocktails with a friend, and then I came back home. What kind of friend? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that door so funny? Because <laughs> you said you was in the street. I, I well, you know, I was in a street. <laughs> 
Uh, I mean, no, but for real, I just well grabbed a couple of drinks at a local bar. Let's hope whoever hears this. In my zip code. Isn't, isn't too upset. It's going to be someone that you kind of beef with anyway. Really? <laughs> okay. That's not who I went with. That's who's going to be upset. Okay. Because well. they want me to come back to the first stop. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. And well, I just wasn't. I wasn't doing that. Anything else on this uh, outfit? My God. Anything else on this recap of Saturday? No, Saturday was lit. It was. And it was good that I got my drunkness out the way early. That way, I could be sober and just vibe. Yeah, we we uh, definitely paid for it <laughs> this morning. I just feel so bad for people when they have hangovers. Yeah. And I don't. <laughs> when last time you had a hangover? The last time I had a hangover was the the brunch from the pod that I just released. Oh, yeah, because you was cooked. <laughs> like, when I was watching, I'm like, yo, you were toasted. <laughs> like, uh, uh, over easy egg. <laughs> oh, no. You was cooked. All right. We'll be back with... My other topic. All right, we are back. So, the topic at hand is: Can you have frequent meaningless sex? Mm. Before we get into that, what do we mean meaningless? What do we mean by that? Emotionless, like we not cuddling up. We not. Hey, how's how's your day? Mm. You text me when you want to fuck. And when we done, I leave. That's easy. That's easy. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so so elaborate on that. (laughs) Well, and not in this day and age, but when I was like in college and stuff like that, I did have a cut buddy. He was, uh, he was, yeah, we was the same cut buddy for two years. But how frequently? Like anytime he texts me, I text him. We both know what's up. So like on average, like how many times a week? Mm, probably about four. That's, that's pretty frequent. Yeah, probably about four. That's like a relationship sex. Facts. <laughs> so like you, you take out the kissing and the cuddling and all of that. So I mean, you can take out the cuddling. So you know, I actually do agree with that whole like sometimes yeah, like you can't kiss someone that you know because kissing to me creates intimacy. Does yeah, that's that's a little intimate. Yeah. Wait, know? wait, time out, time out, time out. You'll fuck somebody, but you won't kiss them. Yes. Yeah, I mean it. It, it sounds that seems ass. It sounds it sounds wild, but it it makes sense. Kissing it help a lot of people. They grow attachments from kissing. Oh yeah. So it's if you take that out, it's it's doable. Have you ever done it before? Have Any I meaningless sex? Oh, okay. I won't say meaningless. <laughs> Have I had frequent sex? Meaningless with- sounds so bad. It does. It does. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to have some meaningless sex? <laughs> but I like, mean, how I do you like? How do you even pitch that? I mean, like, because like, if I rephrase it, if I rephrase it to the conversation that we were having, is can you have a fuck buddy mm-hmm. and not grow attachments or any feelings, none of the cuddling and all the other shit, mm-hmm. versus like what? 
in the conversation we determined was a friends with benefits. Okay. So I've done like the friends with benefits thing long term. Yeah. And then I've had a couple of fuck buddies where like, but like at the end of the day, they're still like a buddy. Like they care if I live or die. Yeah. So with your particular situation, did anyone catch feelings in the end or like during a time period? Oh, for sure. Um, well, no, I'm talking about Claire. Oh, Oh yeah. Okay. We both caught feelings and I think it was just, uh, it was unintentional. Um, well, being on a <laughs> being on a college campus, you kind of just naturally see see everybody, whoever you smash and stuff like that. Oh, so, yeah, I would get quick little texts. Oh, I saw you at such and such. Blah 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 blah. So it's like once you start getting text messages like that, you like okay, somebody's starting to feel me a little bit more than you know just to hit me up for sex. So naturally, you start. Mm, gravitating a little more hanging out a little bit more and honestly beforehand we didn't even talk about our personal life Mm. like there was no if somebody died i didn't need to know that that's not what i'm here for you're not crying on my shoulder that's not what i'm here for i'm here for the d and i'm out (laughs) so yeah it's i think it's i think it's definitely doable not now. Long term? Well, this was this was like two and a half years. Well, no, years, I'm saying so. like y'all did it for two and a half years, but in college. Yeah. So that's not like this necessarily the same environment that you're in yeah. now. We're talking about young adult college. life. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that's adult, doable? No. I mean, not just because your mindset has changed yeah. and your what you what you're looking for and somebody has changed. But like, do you think as a like at our big old age no that's sustainable <laughs> long term no no and i think that's just priorities just change um you grow a lot more also so it's just like and then personally like for me i love love so it's like what is the point of me doing something like that and it's, it's a waste of my time i can be by myself and have a good time me and my little toys you know have some oh, fun gosh. by myself. You, you sound like Kirsten. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just me. Yeah, I'm always sure having a good time. <laughs> Ain't nothing like the real thing, baby. That's correct. It's, that's but correct. you know, Ain't also there's like the some good substitutes thing. out here in the world. It is. It is. Like a little little dildo on the wall that you could plug in and like little suction yeah, yeah, you let me like, tell you little suction <laughs> let me tell you you got one of those i don't i'll be looking at one and be like <laughs> get you one get you one you're like hmm. <laughs> hmm. i go home hmm. every time i see them i'll be like hmm. Hmm. <laughs> maybe get you fuck one. around find out <laughs> 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 the sensors are just so delayed. It is hilarious, uh, but you know, ever since the JBV had one, it just you know, it's just like a, a funny thing. So now, if some reckless is said, yeah, I'll edit it, but I'll bleep it out. And see, I've been using the sensor sound for a while. Yeah, um, it's, it's actually easy to make. It was just on the keyboard, just a high pitch. Yeah, just a high pitch noise. But um, as far as um, so yeah, can you have frequent meaningless sex? Honestly, sex means something, and it'd be killing people just downplay. I'm like, because you know, me and Kira's an argument. I, I kept telling her 
that that you just, have to have some level of care for that person yeah. in order to fuck them which brings me back around to how the fuck do you not kiss them <laughs> well cause sometimes you can't so what they say if it walk like a duck quiet like a duck it's a duck like you can't do all that especially if it's quote unquote you know if y'all just cut buddies or you know X, Y, and Z. Y'all are so Atlanta. Y'all just both have said cut buddies. And I mean, okay. I am amused. All right, so so clearly, let me ask you this, because Dave was getting on me about it, but does does food change things? Let's say we're cut buddies, but I buy you food. Mm. Is, is that is that yes? So let let's paint the picture that he that, already painted. Is that going to make you so more? Let's say uh, you came over to have sex. Yeah. And before you have sex, he has food waiting for you to eat with him. Or or even after. Okay. Like, like we can have sex and then eat. Okay. So that doesn't just make that just doesn't make sense to me. Why not? But like, cause like if like the goal is for us to fuck and then I leave. Right. I, I wouldn't you wouldn't have the opportunity to get the food here before I get. <laughs> That's just me in my head. But go ahead. We'll go with your scenario. So, does food change the dynamic? Do you have different expectations if I feed you? Or do you think that he might have different expectations of you if he feeds you? Mm. And my stance was food. So, my stance was kind of like how Veronica feels about the kissing thing. If we're doing this, you might as well do that. I, mean, I kind of feel the same. It's like, hey, we're having sex. I mean, I think it's just a courtesy to, hey, you good? You hungry? Let me feed you. Like you're like we're having sex. You're you're allowing me to have sex with you. I can at least make sure that you're fed. I can see that as, what is that? Like a little courtesy. Yeah, like but, I mean <laughs> Honestly I, I just feel like that's not really too far out of bounds. I think it is because it's it defeats the purpose. If you're coming somewhere to have sex, mm, I don't I don't need the caveat. You can leave that out. Honestly, I don't <laughs> I don't need it. And it is as a female that in a sense is It's um, a mixed signal. Yeah. You're now, sending the wrong signals also. Now I can understand if we go out, say to a Stony River. Oh my God. You know that It's like he can read my brain because can, I'm sitting over here like it's the same thing that we tell you that can, about you taking every girl to Stony River. So, like So that can send a mixed signal. That that can create a gray area if like we're just screwing and then oh damn he's taking me to this place he's taking me to that place like I can see how it can look different but let's say we're here and I'm not gonna lie cooking for someone is kind of sensual as well that's like more meaningful if you like actually cook for someone in my opinion but let's say you know we go pick some up and eat it here at the crib like i, I just feel like that if we're just here why to do we fuck, need to go like if i'm just up? seeing you to fuck because why, why do, do we need, why to, do we need eat to pick together because i am so fortunate that you allow me to enjoy you send me the cash out <laughs> <laughs> dang y'all some y'all some y'all some I, gangsters it's, 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 <laughs> I know, but i'm just saying like y'all are gangsters yo, my, like no real like dead ass if we're just here to fuck yeah i don't need any uh, I don't need anything to allow me to form an attachment. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess that's just because uh, sometimes. And you're thinking think it's, it's common courtesy. Sometimes yeah. we came to the conclusion that that yes, like, um, 
sometimes looking out for someone can be perceived differently because in reality for them it's not they're not trying to send mixed signals but that's just how they are as a person to make sure that you're good i think it would be different if you already had food there at your home and that person came over and would and they may might have mentioned oh i haven't ate oh i got food here you you can eat that real quick okay question question all right when you say that do you mean like leftovers in the refrigerator or could he have ordered something for you before you got here hmm I didn't look at it. Well, I'm I'm saying like if it was my place and I had cooked something or you know had food already prepared, mm-hmm. not for you. I already cooked, but I cooked in general. Yes, so and you smell it and you be like, damn, something smells good. good. I'm hungry. Oh, you can fix your plate. I mean, but but but, <laughs> but ultimately though, you would want the person who you're having sex with to feel comfortable, right? The comfort is, you know, like making sure comfortable <laughs> enough to feel discomfort when it's time for him to leave. Yeah. I'm sorry. I think your common courtesy needs to be like getting her a warm towel after. You know what? <laughs> it's probably just the straight savage. All right. I'm not saying. I don't think. I mean, I don't think it's straight savage. I think straight. Like it I sound think, like it's only like I want. I think it's easier for a girl savage. to be strapped. I think you have to think of from the female perspective. It's very easy for females well number one attachment yes attachment and then also you can't be vulnerable with the wrong person because vulnerability can lead into someone creating a narrative and it's it's something that isn't actually there so you don't want that to happen as a female so you have to do whatever is necessary to protect yourself and i also think in these scenarios women are traditionally painted as the person to have the feelings yeah so you have to do what it takes for you not to develop those feelings Mm. yeah based upon the agreement that you already made and a lot of people can't separate or distinguish between the two and that actually ends up very toxic i think Mm. that's why a lot of women women end up going crazy over a guy and that's because you know like toxicity was created because the other person has these caveats where you know like oh let me order her some food or where they have these moments of like care yeah but i guess but they don't actually care sometimes though you know you gotta look at the alternative like what if like he didn't because like right. then he the would just be acting upon the agreement agreement which because, is just well sex. but the thing about it though is like let's say y'all fall out and then you have a girl talking y'all talking shit about him and i'm like yeah girl like this nigga didn't even feed me like you know like it, it it's so it's so much stuff to where I think the girl talk thing is a bit sometimes it's a bit much because girls are going to say whatever they say to their to their girls. Yeah. Well, yeah, true, true. Some girls are going to paint the best narrative for them to their friends so that they friends side with them regardless yeah. of what actually happened. I guess in closing, what I'm saying is that uh, sometimes okay, you closing, have gentlemen, you have gentlemen who are genuinely just trying to look out and not knowing that it does create attachment for y'all but in the midst of doing so it does send mixed signals unbeknownst to them but overall they're just trying to make sure that you're good i don't think this is unknown to me and i think that's a sense of oblivion to throw that out there it's known that females get attached 
when you do certain things, that's something that's already privet. So another conversation we had is that because I remember I argued the point. I said so. So nice guys can't have friends with benefits to, to cure. No, that's not what you said. You said nice friends can't have fuck buddies. Right. Because and if you're gonna be a nice guy to that fuck buddy, sometimes no. sometimes it's in people's just general nature to be nice. And that's when we got into this whole big ass argument about, but, but the thing about fuck it, buddies like, versus you, friends with benefits. How do you how do you condemn someone for just being nice while having a certain arrangement? And then it it backfires on them. You know? Okay, I don't think it's about being nice. Because I think it's I think it's just whatever is the premise of the relationship. If we establish this relationship to just sleep together, that's what that's all we need to do. We don't need to do anything extra. By y'all definition, now, I do like the friends with benefits. I've had friends with benefits. Me too. And I mean, that'd be the best relationships. Those be the best relationships. By y'all definition, though, it, it just seems like to have a cut buddy or a fuck buddy. The, the male has to be savage. No, I, I don't think just the male has to be savage. I think both individuals have to accept what I what they can't or what they are both in the same room to do. Mm-hmm. And when that task or that goal has been accomplished, we go our separate ways. Which can I mean like I mean that can kinda, and I think you can be kind that can correlate and you can be with, nice to savage. somebody without doing the excessive niceties like feeding them like I said in the group chat I, the most the most I'm gonna do with someone I'm just here to fuck is take a shot or a couple of drinks with them yeah, mm. okay. yeah. that's a different message than you feeding me fair enough All I'm saying is some people just view it differently I know. Um, which is why we're having this dialogue <laughs> yeah but um on to our next topic uh how do you respond to demands so veronica i'll let you, pew, 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 pew. I'll let you. no garrison how do you how do you re- no i'm shooking so this i said i'd tell y'all two two topics later and here we are garrison or actually harrison <laughs> was very demanding at Stony River last night. Uh Uh-oh. Okay, so I sat down. His drink was almost gone. Um, Bartender Imani. Iman. Iman. Without the E. Iman. Excuse me, Parquet? Iman is my my baby cousin. Oh, okay. He graduated from Clark. Oh, gang gang. Um, And the owner of Slutty Vegan was um, was a guest speaker. Okay. <laughs> um, Iman asked G if he wanted another glass of red wine. And he said, in fact, I demand that you give me another glass of red wine. I am dead ass looking at him like the fuck. <laughs> and then it just kind of became a thing the rest of the night. He said, Veronica, I demand you to be quiet. And I was just irate. Like the fact that you think you're telling me you demand me to do something is going to make me do it. Like if you just want, I said, if you want to fight, just say that. <laughs> I mean, so Garrison, <laughs> how do you feel about <laughs> people demanding shit? You know, people respond to authority differently. I'm dead. I'm serious, but hell, if someone told me to do something, 
Okay, so I'm Aries. Do y'all believe in horoscopes and shit? Eh, vaguely. I mean, I, I like believe Some maybe like sixty percent of it. You know, yeah, it's a good reference. However, uh, just being in management, so when you ask someone to do something, they have a choice. They can say yes or no, or maybe. But when you tell someone to do something, they're going to do it or not, right? But most times when you tell How is that different than having a choice? I'm sorry. Well, I'm trying so to follow. It kind of it kind of eliminates the choice. Mm. Because like... Like I'm asking... Garrison, will you go get me the other bottle out the refrigerator? Versus Garrison, go get me the other bottle out the refrigerator. Or, or similar, but just change the tone. If you like, hey, yo, Garrison, go 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 get me the. I'm like, okay. Even that's not you how you were doing it last night. <laughs> but 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 y'all know that it's it's a difference between someone <clears throat> like tell telling you to do something. There is a difference between my mama asking me to do something versus, versus my mama telling me to do. Yeah, something. and and. My mama. In human nature, people respond to demands a little better. Like they'll just do but it. I don't think it works when you use the word demand. Well, right. So I think it should be a request, not a a, a demand. So last night I was being extra. I do admit that it was Harrison. And you know, it was it actually it was kind of like a play on words, whatever. But you know, just in general, though, when you like tell someone to do something. One, it depends on tone. And of course, like how you do it. Of course. Yeah, but you were using your big adult voice. Like, <laughs> I was like, he got y'all out here somewhere? Because who are you talking to like this? Well, once again, like I said, some people respond to demands differently. And some people like being told what to do. They do. I'm going to refrain do you? from responding to that. I mean, go ahead. How do you respond to when someone demands something of you? I mean, think about the dominatrix. For, for me, well, I'm also a supervisor, so nobody tells me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just be frank. Nobody tells me what to do. <laughs> but I mean, um, it depends on the nature. Like in a relationship, I don't mind being told what to do. Okay, submissive, so you know, I'm I'm very submissive, like in a relationship. So like, yeah, I don't mind being told what to do, but it does. The tone does matter. Yes, it does. The tone does matter. Yeah. So like, if you're talking to like, okay, so I'm not calling anybody a bitch. <laughs> I'm just gonna use this example and let it be what it be. Okay. okay. Give it to so. <laughs> The way I was t like the way I was taught when I had a dog or do my dogs was my dog wasn't going to respond to requests. I say, "Hey yo, come here, come here." Insert dog name. I'll use my first dog. Hawk, come here. Hawk, come here. Come here, Hawk. He wouldn't respond to that. But if I was like, "Hawk, come here now," he'd be right by my side. Mm. Mm. But that's also like But that's an animal Animal yeah And I'm a human being Yeah So if you say Veronica shut up <laughs> Veronica's gonna do everything In her power but that it, Well if you said Hey Veronica Can you please be quiet I'm trying to communicate a point mm. That you can't hear If you're talking mm. Oh but really like, What are you trying to say but like, what if like they said, Veronica, be quiet. I'm trying to get up. You know what I'm saying? Like, not like as aggressive. So were you even just listening to me? No. I'm just saying it, it's 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 about the tone. 
Correct. And but, Harrison was like, in fact, I demand you to get me another glass of wine. And Five it, minutes it later, playful. I demanded you to get me another glass. Where's my other glass? I was like, it's giving off very. Yikes. Whew, this is not Fifty Shades of Grey. Your name is not Christian Grey. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Garrison Gray. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> but how did how did Iman respond? She said, "You must be slapped." <laughs> I should have one pie one day. Let's talk, talk about the bartender life because I'm sure she has many a story. Because the bartenders be, yeah, many a story. But um. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta tell me what to do. Especially being in like when I was pole mark. But how chapter, do you feel how the fuck? How how do you feel when people tell you what to do? Look, let's I, try it. Live so, on air. Garrison, go get me the other bottle. Okay. Yes, ma'am. The lie. He is not moving inch. You have to realize I was in marching band from high school. Well, middle school. Well, we have band in middle school, but high school and college. We were told what to do. So I understand responding to authority. You know, hell, I we get it. We all have been told what to I do. Know, I know how to be a team player. Okay. It's just that, like, literally, if you say, hey, Garrison, go get me the bottle from the... Oh, okay. Like, I, I wouldn't fight you I on would that. never say it that way. I'd be like, hey, yo, Garrison, can you please give me the no, bottle no, out the no, refrigerator? No. Even, even if you didn't ask me, if you literally told me go get the bottle i would do it i would start doing that shit then you should have never said this but, but i'm just saying like it just how you say it if you said it that way i would have i'm gonna have issue i'm like i, I wouldn't look at you like the fuck i'm like okay cool whatever but this is also someone you know true you can't be demanded with someone that you don't know so sometimes um you, you know can do, you can you can do a direct request in a demanding tone or so uh, another thing i learned also too. remove the word demanding from your vocabulary yeah. <laughs> so another thing i did realize too is just uh you know working at the bank sometimes i would tell people what to do but in like a question way i do that well, all no. the time well, no, no 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 like i would tell them for their benefit or at least what i thought would be their benefit and they would do it but you're also like from the bank's perspective <laughs> but as a supervisor that's your job so nobody's basically going to contest like you telling them what to do unless you say it in a demanding tone or right. in a, de- a demanding with well yeah so so yeah. I, if you say i demand I'm you not, to do I would never, it's not gonna yeah. work i would well, never no, tell I, any of, of course, my staff I, I, I would never say i demand you to blank it, it's just how you say it? Because sometimes I'm crying. <clears throat> sometimes you, in, in order to get results, as you know, you have to tell people what you need to do. But it, it's also people do know the difference between like you demanding demanding something from them and you actually telling them something. Because I've actually like been accused of you know like being demanding mm. as a supervisor. I have. I think <laughs> I manage people too, and it's, it's, they be like, "You're always like very like." Will you do this? Yeah. Because I'm always like, if I'm asking you to do something, it's something that if you don't do, I will do. But see, I don't ask. I tell. But see, but see, but see also too, sometimes so. people ask, but they like, in the ask, they're telling. Correct. 
You know what I mean? So like Garrison, so, so that, do you so that, think I should wear this shirt that fits me really well or this shirt that I'm not so interested in? I just gave you the answer in my question. And, and, right. So it's kind of manipulative. Like like you're manipulating people to go with what you want, want them, them to, do. to do. Correct. And, you know, honestly, it's just. I'd rather tell. I'm sorry. Yeah, that work, yeah. I really I'd rather don't tell have a you. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and really like, don't, 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 don't like volunteer me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because then that comes off as passive aggressive. And sometimes. I can't, and then I can't. And sometimes it's so subtle that you miss it. <clears throat> like, one of my pet peeves is passive aggressive people. Like, <clears throat> we'll have a, 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 a morning meeting. Well, you know, some people, um, and, and they'll literally describe exactly to the what, key, what, what you're you doing, but they'll just say it in general, you know, some, some people, people are just late and. You know, we need to be, we need people to be a team player, and if they're late, we just need you know some sort of you know communication from them. But you know, let's just all try to do better. Yeah, the better. But but like, but like everybody know that. Oh man, she's talking about Claire. <laughs> like, but they don't point them out. It's like no. Um, I'm I'm very prompt on time. Let me just put that out there. <laughs> but I'm just saying in general, like uh, like a lot of managers don't like to tell, or kind of saying. I mean. I get it. It's like, you know, sometimes you don't want to sing out people because then they'll feel attacked uh-huh. and they don't want to, you know, it, it can cause strife. But but that's why you also have one-on-ones. To give feedback, which I kind of hate that word, feedback. I do too. Or, or coaching. Coaching. That's oh, gosh. We call it. That's what we call it. That makes me throw up. Like, mm-hmm. Ugh. Or, or, or. How can we training? How can we continue the education? How can we how can we do this better? You know, I, I, I've I've noticed that um, you know, you are very demanding. I've noticed you have a hard time being at work t- five minutes early to be clocked in on time. Mm. What what game plan can we formulate to make sure that you're clocked in at insert time that you're supposed to be mm. at work? Or yeah. you can actually demand that they be on work on time. You might have to do that as a supervisor. Or yeah, that's, what I, yeah. that's how I feel. Like Sometimes you behave a lot. Yeah. You you soft like you you spoon feeding me. Just be like, girl, you've been late X amount of times. We need you to fix that. Yeah, or, or you be like, hey, look, I need you here at this time, okay? Because lately we've gotten X, Y, and Z that you've been late this amount of times. I need you here at this time. And they're like, okay, because sometimes when you and leave, then, but you also need to finish with like sometimes, giving them praise. Like sometimes, you're great. We love to keep you, but well, yeah, be on time. But sometimes when you lead with choice, they make a choice. But when you tell them, I need you here at this time, versus, hey, you know, do you mind if you can just. Be here between blah blah blah, because then now they're thinking, like, okay, well, I have a choice in the matter. But if you tell them, I need you here this time, then they'll. Well, one is more direct. It's not any fluff, you know, because sometimes everyone doesn't respond to requests as well as we think that they should. So. 
So what you should take away from this is, according to Garrison, he responds to demands very well. I do. He Look, does what he's told. And just as, as someone being in a authority position, also know how to be under someone in authority position because you have to learn how to be serve. a follower before you can be a leader. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you, have, you have to serve before you can lead. Yeah. Looking Which, um, you know, I read The Servant recently, but yeah, you know, because I understand what it takes to be in a leadership position and the worst shit is a, a rebel. That's the worst shit. Rebellion. The worst shit is when you, you try to tell someone to do and then they just constantly challenge you. That's the I'm worst. I'm going to start a ride. I'm going to start a ride. <laughs> <laughs> I need obedient Christian women <laughs> to just follow without question. Not the obedient Christian women. Nah, that's a running joke. Because <laughs> Veronica is an obedient Christian woman. <laughs> and actually, Veronica responds well to authority. I've told Veronica what to do several times. Yeah, not, not 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 in a bad way, <laughs> but not, <laughs> not and not for damn sure. Not I right. demand you to do this. Right, right, like I never, but you know, I've told Veronica, you know, like I was direct, and you know, she responded well, but it wasn't like rude or anything. Veronica is also semi non confrontational, and plus, so she's just gonna sometimes like whatever, and plus, sometimes non a non factor, and also being a good leader is people like willing to like follow you you know like people who are who are um what's the word um invested you know like people who are just willing to carry the cause and you know make it easier for the leader because they because they respect them because in the book the servant you have power versus uh authority oh so you finally finished that book okay yeah Power is when you say, hey, I'm your supervisor. You should do this because I'm blah, blah, blah. You know, authority is when you have influence. You know, if you ask for somebody, but you know what? Based off their character and what they do, I'm going to carry out their tasks because I respect them. You know, it, it's a it's just a different perspective on it versus you have to remind because the worst as you know the worst shit in leadership is when you have to say what your title is because honestly once you do that you lost once you remind people i'm your i'm your supervisor you it's over with. yeah yeah it's yeah. over with. it's over with. It's over like literally it, it, it's over with. And, and nobody and people check out that's a trigger word yes right there. um well it's in well, not really ended because we got the what a young adult should know. But for the topics, let's uh, end with navigating through friend beef, which is real, especially as a young adult. Um, because sometimes you're caught in the middle. Facts. Caught in the middle. Can you really be caught in the middle? Oh, yes. facts. Can oh, you facts. Really be? Big facts. Absolutely. <laughs> imagine Major if, facts. Imagine if your friend don't like your other friend, but both of y'all friends. And, and now they're venting to you <laughs> about each friend that you're friends with. Yeah. So how do you navigate that? Have you ever had to deal with that situation? Yeah. So, okay. Give us like 
a hype well don't use names but like just tell us how, how that happened like 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 how do you how do you navigate through that well number one i'm an excellent communicator okay i am toot your own horn i really am i'm gonna toot my own horn you know you actually use the word i a lot <laughs> okay <laughs> Clarissa. <laughs> oh, she just moved on to third person. I love it here because Veronica. Yeah, yeah, because Veronica's speaking third person. Which you, gotta... <laughs> you did. I was over here trying to figure out who is Veronica. <laughs> Honestly, you got you got to watch out for people who speak in third person. Uh uh-uh. <laughs> They feel like they're, they're like larger than life. <laughs> but no, back to the subject. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, navigating through um, like friend beef, I think it's very important to ma- remain neutral, which can be hard for some people. Of course, so I think like if naturally, it, yeah. But if it if you're a person because that, you're literally friends with both, so but if you're a person that know that that's hard, it's okay to like let your friends know that this is uncomfortable. I don't want to be up in this. Take me out of the equation. Anytime y'all got something to say, I don't want to hear nothing about anybody. Yeah, but you can easily say that. Unfortunately, though, they don't really give you the opportunity because they'll bombard you with. Do you think people really put that out there that they want to be taken out of the equation? I don't think a lot of people say that. I think a they lot don't. of people try to be a good friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just feel that when. I think that's a hard boundary to set. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> because, for example, let's say, all right, it's three of us in here. And I'm a mutual friend, and let's say you're talking shit about Veronica, and then Veronica talking shit about you, but y'all both I just like like just throw it. But like, imagine if if I'm hearing it <laughs> real time, I'm just like, oh shit. Yeah. This is or a lot. Like, let's say like even real time, like we might be having a conversation in like beefing or whatever, and we're both texting Garrison about it. Yeah. At the which exact is, same time. Which is mad so awkward for me. So he the opportunity to be like, hey, yo, whoa. Yeah. So now I'm I'm processing it real time, and honestly, sub like, like subconsciously, I'm, in my mind, I'm trying to pick a side. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn. But if you're friends with both of them, you don't need to pick a side. I think the most important part is to just listen. Because sometimes... Like when, it, when they bring you certain things, just listen. So true. That... That sounds easy, but once again, we're, we're all human. So, yeah. <clears throat> depending on your friendship with the respective individual, it's just kind of hard to be neutral because what if you're more fly with one that's, friend? That's what I was about to ask. So, you know do I mean? you, so, do you not look at all of your friends on the same level? No. 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 Okay. No. Okay. Which, no. is, which is natural. Yeah. So, okay. Are we talking about best friends, good friends, or just core sur- surface friendships? What does a best friend mean? That is like, and I'm I'm not asking that from a male perspective because that trumps like honestly it, we don't really all the other friendships. Like the best friend is like so they probably know all your business. Can you have more than one best friend? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think some people can get a little obsessive and have like. 30 or 10 everybody best their best friend i think 30 is excessive everybody this person best friend oh this is my best friend oh this is my best friend it's like nah <clears throat> but yeah i think um a best friend <clears throat> you typically um that person typically know your business y'all don't experience a lot of different things in life together so like it's the relationship of course is going to be a stronger bond versus you know like your core friends and then your good friends and people like that it's going to be different so of course like my communication is going to be a little bit different with somebody that's like my core friend or just a good friend or whatever 
versus my best friend. If two of my best friends beefing, honestly, like it is that is going to be a little difficult. That that's going to be very difficult because so. I, I want to rephrase because I do I understand the categorizing yeah. of friendships. Yeah. What if you have a best friend in title because they like out of the friend circle that you're you constantly hang with, yeah. they've been there the longest, right? Yeah. So they've like evolved to the like best friend. But then you have another friend that's proven to be more dependable more more reliable and better set like more willing to help you set up your life Mm. so i'm giving you the example from sweet life if you've seen it yeah um well she hasn't seen the new season but yeah i've seen the previous season okay so you remember pj from last season Mm -hmm. um he became cool with rob what who's rob's girlfriend Uh, amanda amanda which i find her well i gonna say that yeah, please don't. Say it. What? Nope. 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 <laughs> Not gonna do that. Continue. Amanda's boyfriend Rob. Okay. He was the nice dark skinned fr- boyfriend on the show. Yeah. He was really the only person of his color. Um. Oh. Well, he None was. Of his color. <laughs> I mean, he was like a really pretty, like deep brown. Yeah. The rest of them are kind of like that medium to lighter into the spectrum colorism i'm not saying i'm not a colorist or anything i'm just saying i he's easy to describe in that manner yeah that was rude i demand you take this off too late you already took it off i should really throw some trash why are you such a hater y'all garrison is is being a hater over here i have Georgia Southern paraphernalia on it. Shout out to Georgia Southern, Statesboro, Georgia. Gata. Come on, Gata. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I wasn't expecting for that that to be the name. I'm sorry. Yes, that's one of our slogans. But yeah, back back to it. Um, Of course, like if my one of my best friends is beefing with someone that is a friend of course it's going i'm going to have natural bias Mm. i just am because at the end of the day uh, so let me put you in a different scenario right yeah so i'm just like sorry spoiler spoiler alert pj and rob with 1b have become fly over the period between the first season shooting yeah. and the second se- season shooting. Yeah. They become real cool or whatever. PJ is like helping Rob do comedy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Tylen wasn't fucking with PJ at the I end of the first season. I really care for her. Tylen makes me mad because she's a bully and she has no sense of accountability. I think she does lack accountability which she, i think it's weird because of the amount of self-awareness that she gives so just how we we mentioned like um so she's very demanding and also if i mean rob said it best is like if, if you're not for her mm-hmm. then you against you, her and and honestly her, her 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 girlfriends be silent when she be showing out which isn't a friend, 
honestly. Yeah. That's not no, I think Amanda says something to her after. Yeah. And you've seen Amanda say something to her after. But like in the moment, like she doesn't do much. Um But also the thing about it as well with um with Tyler. Oh no, this is not gonna go well. Is that uh You gotta put it on the head first. Is that uh Oh Jesus. Um, he tried. So with Tylen What was I gonna say? It's um Well one, it is her Winoe and Especially she, when, when you disagree with her. Oh. So Miami like I, I well, think Miami probably said it best. They're termites. One jumps on you and they all come. Yeah, so my point was how you know social media especially twitter how they talk about the leader of the group oh my god thailand is the leader of the group like she's the red power ranger or whatever the- yeah but like of like the mixed group not just of the girls but the guys fall under that hierarchy yeah yeah and they respect it yeah and honestly her like her boyfriend jalen is annoying mad this man want a baby so bad keep watching oh so i haven't seen the most recent episodes but <sighs> i was upset at Jalen for coming at pj i was upset for i did not care for the the way that they edited the show to make rob look crazy for standing up for pj because yeah, honestly every, rob said what everyone was thinking like literally like rob like he didn't have to be on 10 like that but uh rob is like yo bro like y'all a gang of women yelling at this one man which i want him to do and, and my thing is i don't understand how jalen did not see that i'm y'all like that's, y'all dissecting the episode now <laughs> we got really bad y'all i'm sorry <laughs> oh shit i don't forgot <laughs> no well the new season so pj and Rob becomes super fly. Okay. Because you know, they already didn't like Rob from yeah. last season because of the whole Becky uh, Miami situation in Palm Springs. Okay. Um, so that that situation carries on, which I thought that was deaded at the reunion. Okay. Or what they call it, this chat or something, the group chat. Yeah. Um we'll see. I thought that was a crap name. My they thing about just it called it is that you know pj like i get it so first of all he pj did. goes on a radio show he talks about his actual feelings yeah and the girls hear it they ain't feeling it was it bad like no said, no like, 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 i i personally don't PJ, think it was bad pj but i think everyone shit. on that show is sensitive okay keep my name out your motherfucking mouth sensitive. yeah so okay. like so all that pj mentioned was that he's like yeah hey, you know i don't really know where we stand yeah and you know, I thought um, I didn't like it when they did X. Yeah, so like, like he was answering questions on the yes, radio show. from his opinion. He, he was literally answering questions from his perspective, and then right. they got mad at him for that yeah. for his perspective. So then, uh, Brie they felt like it was um, clout chasing. Mm. So then, Brie had some like um, event, event for her for her brand launch event, and then they decided it was going to do to confront him and, and at somebody you, else's event though so mind you imagine and Thailand planned the event yeah like this, you're at work yeah so you shouldn't be on no friendship Honestly. imagine imagine five women yelling at one man at you a table I mean? in public you know what I mean like like that that is wild 
so of course it's natural for a man, especially if if I'm Rob and PJ is putting me on to my comedy dream, I'm gonna have his back. And then it was messy because Jalen was like, "Oh yeah, you know, we was talking shit about you." And I'm just also, like, you have, "Okay, that's the episode before I am." Um, but also like so like Rob comes to PJ's defense in a very loud manner to Thailand. Okay. And Thailand calls him weak. He said, "You need to get off PJ's dick." Ooh. You a weak ass nigga. Mm-hmm. And you know those aren't things that you say like, to your was, best friends. She was like talking wet. That's a lot. Like imagine your best friend, yeah, man, and you saying those things too. Yeah. So now Amanda is just like in the middle. Mm. Like my man, my best friend. Like how so we yeah. gonna fix this? So yeah, she. So, so she announced because she's, you was wrong, and but she was definitively wrong. Yeah. Like, yeah, she. You don't say that to nobody's man, really. I, yeah, I was about to. She called him like a weak ass nigga and said, "Get off his dick, whatever." I'm like, okay. So it was mad disrespectful. I guess and the, he wasn't even that. Di- like, I don't, in my opinion, Rob wasn't disrespectful to Thailand. He was just saying things to the group like, "Y'all need to like chill. Like, y'all not even listening to this man. Y'all really just called him over to ba- berate him." And get off your chest what you want to get off your chest. In a public setting. Yes. Like, y'all ain't very, got no proof very, about you. Very unprofessional. And once again, it's it's just literally like a, a gang of women yelling at a man. Like one man. And and then even PJ, he was like, yo, I was just saying my side. He said, that's my opinion. Yeah. Y'all can't be mad at me for my opinion. I'm like... It's true, cause like literally they asked him a question, yeah, and he answered from his perspective. Mm-hmm. But since the fact that he was, uh, since he had to mention y'all because y'all were who the question was about, yeah, they just felt away. And mind you, PJ didn't say, "Oh, fuck them," blah blah blah. Like he, he didn't he didn't say that. He just said, you know, I mean, I don't know where we stand. I mean, you know, got heated and. Yeah, I just don't know where we're standing. I didn't, and he also made some comments like, I didn't care for when they said this. Yeah, yeah. He went into like, some specific details about what he didn't care for. Yeah. But like... It wasn't it wasn't disrespectful or like distasteful. He just shared how you felt. It was very opinionated. And I'm like, y'all are giving very much so keep my name out your motherfucking mouth vibes but I, I think that honestly goes back to like the foundation of like a friendship you have to I don't think they're real friends I, that's what I was, yeah that's what it doesn't it does not sound like that these people are friends I think they may be all in the same social right. circle but like for them all to call each other friend that's even, mad crazy to me it's a little loose so yeah I like um I like what's the name um what's the guy with the you got his hair. Gerald coming. and like, Cheryl. So I like I like Gerald and Cheryl because it's crazy that I literally got that from him doing this. So yeah. Gerald and uh, Tyler got into it at the end of season one. Remember, she called him a sociopath. Yeah. From the podcast, ironically, and she was mad that she didn't have Jalen back. Like like she was mad that he Gerald didn't have Gerald back didn't didn't regulate Jordan. his pod. And Moderate. 
was yes. the word moderate. Yeah. So like she called him a sociopath and that was mad aggressive. Nobody said a word. Like nobody checked Tylen on that. Nobody said anything. It was because words have power. Yeah. Yes, and that keeps coming up in this season. Like a brand new s- stranger to him says, "Oh, so you're Mister Sociopath." Oh nah. So I, I respect um, Gerald and um, what's the girl Cheryl name? and Cheryl. So Cheryl, she, Cheryl, Cheryl's loyal. She like, ride for her. Like, like Cheryl literally does not fuck with them. Like like she doesn't associate with that group. She's literally like the outlier and granted she went to new york with them spoiler but it's not from their internal like friend group but it's just she's kind of like that was a cast trip and you could tell it was a like you can tell what's like production versus what's real on that show now after going through season one like season two is very produced yeah shit's happening and you can tell someone on the production team is saying something or telling someone to say something that will start shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, have you met Rob with two Bs? Mm-hmm. That's a production plan. Oh yeah, facts. But um, all in all, but yeah. So like to how- navigate friend beefs and all that, I'll just say it's no easy task. Facts. First and foremost, and honestly, you just kind of. Sometimes no move is the best move. You just have to just let them vent. And of course, don't you know, you you be their safe space. So you let them vent to you, but like don't necessarily share like what they said amongst each other to each other. But just kind of hear both sides and try your best to mediate, ask open ended questions like, hey, have you ever thought of this? You know, maybe they might feel this way. Have you considered this? You know, just just kind of, you know, try to encourage uh, resolution. I, I think safe space was like the best answer. Provide a safe space to maybe even house mediation to to like see if this is something that can be solved or if like this beef just needs to be deaded and mm-hmm. y'all not friends yeah. Yeah. everyone can accept that yeah. like but yeah. like y'all like still being in the same social circle and just beefing that's not good for no one yeah. like let's come to a resolution because we're adults because yeah, it does create awkward spaces for the other friends because other friends will take sides they will yeah eventually you might have to yeah and like let's not like let's not start a war let's like be adults about it be like at the end of the day we just cannot agree yeah and that can be okay and sometimes you know if the friendship needs to end then it just gotta end and you have to let people know you have to tell people that it's over instead of adding fluff and have some sort of hope that it might rekindle but yeah sometimes you'll be like hey yeah like it's it's so so just moving forward this is what it is yeah so that people have clarity and not be petty and bring shit up correct so right but we're gonna wrap up with what a young adult should know um topic is insurance and that kind of covers a lot of stuff so um Of course, the most common one is um, 
health insurance. You guys should all know how your health insurance works, not just the functionality that you have a policy and you should understand that you have a network of people and that you, if some specialist or somebody that you need to see is not in your network, you also need to understand how to make your health insurance work for you. So I obviously work in health insurance, um, specifically Medicaid for the state of Tennessee, um, which I don't know if I should say all that. You might need to put the bleep over that. Bro. Bleep. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I've been doing that like the last five years. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I see a lot of people not comprehending how to make their health insurance work for them and having to go through like all these hoops just because you didn't know where to start. So obviously there are requests that you can make outside the norms, such as going to an out network provider. It's like one of the most common things for me. I go to out out network providers a lot. Is that covered though? Yes, it is covered because I got a prior authorization to go to said provider. Mm. Um, I personally wanted an all black medical team. So my PCP is black. My gynecologist is black. The only person that ain't black is my eye doctor. Which is. Which yeah. was, you know, not so easy to find. Um, I mean, I know one, but he only sees old people. Yeah, I probably know who you're talking about, too. Really? Yeah, because there's only a few black optometrists in Nashville. That's true. Only a few. But also, uh, the other insurance, most other common one is, of course, um, you know, most of us drive in the South. Uh, if you listen in, in the Northeast, maybe not really applying to you. But, uh, oh, yeah, because yeah, they don't drive, they don't have cars. Well, see, if, if, like, people in New York, I mean, they have an ID, but they don't have like a license. It's crazy. But, um, yeah, make sure you're covered as far as, uh, <laughs> um, have like auto insurance because one, it's illegal to drive without insurance. And I would recommend making sure you have full coverage because, yeah, you know, we pay the premium every month, but. Or Once some you, of us every six months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like depending on how you pay it. But basically, you, you pay for a service that you might not necessarily redeem. But when you do redeem it, you see where your money's went. Um, I've been to one car accident and another situation where like I jumped the curb and like my quarter panel went out. But I'm okay. I see why I pay insurance. You know, especially full coverage. You know, they, they take care of everything, you know. So... You don't want to be riding dirty because I was talking clear about it earlier. Like sometimes we take for granted how, you know, the, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to maintain, you know what I mean? To have everything on the up and up to make sure your car's insured, you know, you know, health insurance, just everything covered because whenever shit happens, you just want to be covered. Because it sucks when shit happens and you're not. And you're not covered. So, uh, the other thing as well, uh, so we covered health, auto, 
um hell renters which is i mean they 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 make you get a yes, policy but also like in your renter's insurance make sure you're including your appliances because i've known people that have like their apartments burned down and they didn't get the money to cut recover everything yeah. because they didn't report like they have the mac laptop or they've got like an ipad or yeah. whatever like i've got the newest xbox the newest playstation here like yeah. report your shit yeah. so that yeah. If something happens, yeah, you can get all that, all that back, and you, you can, can get it. all of that back. And yeah, like I mean, and honestly, renters insurance is pretty cheap. Yeah, but um, you know, it's cheap for a lot of coverage too, like fifty grand, hundred grand, like come out to maybe like five to ten dollars a month. And if you really total up what you got, yeah, you can easily replace what you got with like ten grand. You know what I mean? So, um. And last but not least is life insurance. Amen. You know, you have to protect, you know, you have to add value to your life. Sounds, I mean, it's not, it don't sound crazy, but it's true. Because well, I think the most uncommon, common note about life insurance is like, it's not expensive. just one from your job. Like, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> the thing about it, jobs are uncertain. And honestly, most things happen when you're in between. You know, let's say you quit a job or you get fired and then you die, <laughs> you know, then you're uncovered. Mm-hmm. And then now you have your that family on Facebook yeah. having to go fund me, which is embarrassing. But I always encourage people to get a personal policy, especially one that's typically low cost. And in case you are in between, you're still covered should something happen. And honestly, that's what sets your family up for the next generation. You know, you don't you don't want your family to be worse off if you're dead than you being alive. Because a lot of times, especially in the black community, um, we just kind of assume. I remember, um, you know, my Alonso is from TSU. She had an uncle. Where they had to sell shit to bury him. Oh, bless the Lord. You know what I mean? Like, they had to sell some of his assets just to bury him because he didn't have things in place. And also, just because just uh, oftentimes people assume that the way how people are, like their stature, status, that they have their shit together. But in reality, they don't. And then they leave you with mad debt. You're like, yo, like, I thought that you had this together, but rule of thumb is you want to make sure you have enough life insurance, cover your own debt. That's like good. Better is having life insurance cover your debt and some afterwards, like extra. And then best is having life insurance cover your debts and excess to leave to your beneficiaries because you know we can all plan for things but you know we don't really plan for death because especially young people we just think we're invincible but as you know we, we we've all kind of experienced people who have passed away die too soon very soon with that being said, also in an amendment to having life insurance, you should probably go ahead and look into getting your burial paid off. Mm-hmm. So, like, I've already purchased the plot. 
I'm gonna be like two slots down from my grandparents. They ain't gonna be able to get rid of me. <laughs> the average funeral costs about seven thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm not paying off my funeral. That's what my life insurance is for. But yeah. I did go ahead and purchase a plot. Yeah. 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 I definitely want to say yeah, the average funeral costs around like seven thousand. So um, you know, I would recommend especially young people, like young people. Yeah, because the younger it, you are, the like you can make smaller payments over yeah, a longer period it, of it's, time. It's 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 cheaper to get life insurance coverage. And, oh, for sure. But once again, though, the common misconception is we're young. We just don't think about that. Mm-hmm. So I would just recommend if you are young and healthy, because they do have to approve you. Go ahead and get life insurance. Like set your family up, because from what I can say is, in other cultures. They prioritize life insurance. Like, like, yeah, they might miss a light bill or whatever, but they're going to make sure they pay their life insurance payment. Because when something happens, imagine you get 200 grand. You know what I mean? From Aunt Janine, who you was her favorite niece. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just literally sets up generational wealth. So, And if you need a life insurance policy... Hit me up. I got you. Um, but yeah, that's 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 about it. Thank y'all for being on this pod, especially on a Sunday night. Any last words? Yeah, we didn't talk about your podcast at all. Uh, <laughs> well, well, yeah, I'll just go ahead and transit you into socials and everything tell us about your pod give us the link <laughs> so i do have a podcast um it's currently on pause um yeah it's the quick risk podcast you can find it on any platform so go listen um leave me some feedback um yeah what's my handle uh that pretty woman spelled correctly that is my instagram um i'm not on twitter but it's the same uh Boo. it's the same <laughs> It's the same tagline. Um, you can't find me on Facebook because I probably won't approve you. I'm crying. <laughs> Facebook is for friends and family. But yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn. We can be LinkedIn friends. Yeah, all that good stuff. All right. Yeah. And you guys already know that you can follow me at Veronica underscore on Twitter. Also have a podcast. Okay. Totally judging the podcast. But y'all already knew that. <laughs> Garrison. Yep. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Garrison underscore WRN. Um, you can follow the podcast at G Talk Podcast One on Twitter and on Instagram, G Talk Pod. You can follow me on LinkedIn, my first and last name, which you know. And um, that's pretty much it. Until next time, we are out. Bye. Peace.